been a wonderful year, and uh, and I know that God has been wonderful in our life. He has been our God. He has been the one that is directing our path. Tonight, we are going to see how to walk in victory. I want to briefly explain to you how to walk in victory. That is what we are going to discuss this night. How to walk in victory. Uh, let me start this way. When you look at sports worldwide, all over the world, the sports appear as something that brings everyone together. And if you live very close to stadium, when any matches is going in, football, in cricket, whatever the match that is going on, you can feel the excitement of uh, victory, especially when the home, home team, when the home team is winning. If you live very close to stadium, you yourself will be excited. You will be happy because you'll be hearing the sharing. The excitement of victories is very, very sweet. Likewise, like I said, if you live very close to Satan, when the home team is losing, you can feel the pain of defeat. Because at times, if you draw a pin, you can hear the sound. There's nothing that is exciting more than being a winning team. And I'm sure one way or the other, we all love one team or the other. I know in the country I came from, we love football. Even dead of night, if a serious match is going on and my country is winning, that night we turn into day because of excitement of victory. If it is a dead time and the, the, the country lose, if they true, maybe they, they, they have lost their, their, their game. You can also feel the pain of defeat. In fact, there are a lot of people that if their team lost, they won't be able to eat. I've been a victim before. In 1994, when Nigeria lost to Italy, I couldn't eat that night. That is pain of defeat. The taste of victory is very sweet. Victory is much more important to our health and happiness. Because when you experience victory, you experience happiness. Defeat is unhelpful to our life. And defeat sometimes can destroy the faith also. People that are not strong in faith, defeat can destroy their faith. But in sports, you will discover that one team will win, another team lose. And the team that, that won, we always walk in victory. While the lost team, we will definitely walk in defeat. In Oman here, whenever they, they are playing match in stadium, when they lost, you will discover that you will not hear the honking of the, the vehicle, pom, 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 pom. everybody will be walking quietly going back. That is the test of defeat. But brethren, I want to tell you, there is nothing like victory through Jesus Christ. 
victory through Jesus Christ. Because it is Jesus Christ who can give us the victory that we deserve. If you turn with me to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 27. But thank be to God, which giveth us the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. He has given us the victory through Jesus Christ. So as children of God, we are made for victory. We are made for victory. So we should always experience victory. God is not expecting us to be defeated. We will always walk in victory as children of God. In 1 John, 1 John, chapter 5, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 to 5. I'm reading from Good News Translation. It says, because every child of God is able to defeat the world, and we win the victory over the world by means of our faith. Verse 5. Who can defeat the world? Only the person who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. I want you to look at that last uh, verse 5. He has a question. Who can defeat the world? Only the person that believes that Jesus is the Son of God. We are blessed that we are counted among those that believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. The plan of God for us is to walk in victory. That is why this verse is there. His plan for us is to walk in victory. But to walk in victory, turn to Deuteronomy 20, verse 4. If you want to walk in victory, What's Deuteronomy 20 verse 4 it say? I'm reading from NIV. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemy to give you victory. So for you to walk in victory, you need God. You need Jesus Christ into your life. You need him to go along with you. You need him to inform him, to let him know that this is the battle you are going to face. I don't know the battle you are facing now. Silently, I want you to talk to God. God, you must go with me. I cannot do it alone because I want to walk in victory. Give me the victory that I deserve in the mighty name of Jesus. And God will listen to you in Jesus' name. So God wants you to live a life of faith and victory life. He knows that you will first try and temptation. You know that already. That is why he said he will always go with you. He knew that the, uh, he knew what the outcome of this year is going to be. When we enter this year, we are shouting, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. Many of us didn't know what is going to happen. Even though we started hearing rumor, this thing is coming, it's coming, it's coming. But nobody understood what we are passing through now. I want you to know that God himself, he has said, in this world, there will be trial time. But the purpose of God for us is that when we fall, his plan 
is to make sure that we rise again. For those of you that your job is suffering now, you might be thinking you have failed already. But I'm assuring you, God will make you to walk in victory again. He will make you that you rise up again. So as children of God, you are not going to remain in defeat. All I want you to know is that if you think you are falling due to the current situation, God's will for you is to rise up again. And I believe that you will rise up again. You see, this COVID-19 that we've been talking about, talking about, it has caused uh, so many havoc. It has wrecked so many businesses, so many jobs. Some people have left to man. Maybe they don't want to leave. But God wants you to continuously walk in victory. So if you think you are falling due to the current situation, the purpose of God for your life is to rise again. And I pray that you are going to rise in the mighty name of Jesus. Brother Elana share his testimony. The pendulum seemed to stop, but God said no, continue swinging. Don't think that your own pendulum has, has stopped. It's not stopped. God is adding grace to it. He's going to make you to swing again. And you are going to swing in that joy. Brethren, attack will always come. Attack will come. Satan, Satan attacked Job. We know that story, the story of Job. So whatever be the situation, at the end of the day, Job was victorious. So Job has no two heads. He has, he had one head. You also have one head. The same God, that God has never changed. Is going to make you victorious. He's going to make sure that you also walk in victory. So whatever be the situation that you are passing through now, brethren, I believe that you are going to walk in victory. Then, when we are talking about walking in victory, what is required to walk in victory? What is that thing that is required that you will know that when you have this, when you know this, when you are aware of this, we are going to walk in victory. Let me quickly remind you the, the precept for this year. The precept for this year, that is the guideline for this year that was given to us from the beginning. It was taken from the Luke 11, 28. Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. That is taken from NIV. That is our precept for this year. Blessed Rather, are those who hear the word of God and obey it. All those words that you have heard from the beginning. I want you to think within yourself, are you obeying it? If you want to walk in victory, if you want to walk in victory, you must believe the word. To walk in victory, you must believe in the word. That's why our watch word for this year says, Brother, a blessed brother are those who hear the word, the word of God, and obey it. The word blessed is said, it's a blessing, it's a victory, it's a victorious word. So, for you to walk in victory, you must believe his word. His word is truth, 
His word is, is truth. In, in John 14, 6, he said, John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That is, except through Jesus Christ. You must believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. For you to walk in victory, you need Jesus. For you to come closer to the to God, you have to believe the truth. You have to believe that word. Because nobody receives anything except through Jesus Christ. When he was living, he said, pray with my name. That is why today, in the name of Jesus, we are praying. In Psalm 18, verse 30, Psalm 18, verse 30, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust him. If you want to walk in victory, you must trust God. You must believe that his word is proven. That his word is shield to you. You must trust that word of God. Because God is your defense. He is an armor. He is your protector in the time of difficulties. I don't know the, the difficulties, the, 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 the kind of difficulties you are passing through now. But brethren, I'm telling you, God is your defense. He is the armor that will protect you. He's the only one you can run into. You need to believe his word. John 17, 17. John 17, 17. He says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. You need to believe this. Sanctify them by your truth. Because of what? Your word is true. The word of God is true. And it's going to sanctify you. It's going to make you holy by his word. But only when you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Only when you believe that you believe the word of God. If you don't have belief in the word of God, it will be difficult for you to walk in victory. You need to have that belief. In Psalm 119, verse 160, Psalm 119, verse 160. The entirety of your word is truth. And every one of, every one of your righteous judgment endures forever. Everything concerning the word of God is the truth. This is what we must believe on. In Proverbs 30, verse 6, uh, verse 5 to 6, Proverbs 30, verse 5 to 6. Every word of God is pure. You see? Every word of God is pure. It's a shield to those who put their trust in him. He's going to shield you from all evil. Even though you walk through the valley of shadow of death, you will fear no evil. Because his word is a shield to those who put their trust on him. You don't need to trust any idol that cannot talk, anything that, you, that they put in the corner of one room and putting candle or all 
flowers or anything of it. Our God is spirit. You need to believe in him because his word is pure. I'm still reading 30, Proverbs 35 says, every word of God is pure. It's a shield to those who put their trust in him. Do not add to his word. This is a warning here. Do not add to it. When you believe the word, when you are sharing the word, do not add to it. It's very clear. Lest he rebuke you and you'll be found a liar. If, some, if you are telling somebody about the word of God, you turn everything upside down, that person is going to... The two people don't lose when you are, you are telling lies. The person you are talking to, even if he's losing at that time, at a time, a time is coming, he's going to know you are saying, you are telling lies. So, if you are not saying the truth, definitely, the day they find out you are not telling the truth, you become a liar. John 8, 32. John 8, 32. What does he say? And you shall know the truth. And what the truth will do when you know it. He will set you free. And when you are free, you are going to walk in victory. Because your mind is free. Everything that surrounds you is free. Everything about you, you enjoy that freedom of God. So you are going to walk in victory. But let me give a sound of warning here. Brethren, don't always allow your thoughts to be a thought of negative or thought of failure. Because if you have this kind of attitude, it means you may never you may never win. You have to be optimistic every time. You have to be positive every time. In fact, my, my, my boss will never believe that there is nothing in, that nothing is impossible. He, he doesn't like hearing that word. That's why it's not possible. He will tell you what is not possible. This is somebody that doesn't even know Christ. He will tell you, find a way out around it. Everything is possible. And with God, everything is possible. So, I don't know the situation you are now. You are thinking, okay, because of the situation, there is nothing you can do. You may not be able to get a job, or the job, the contract has not been signed. Believe me, out of this, we have testimony this night. Out of this situation, God is making way. He will make a way where you are thinking there is no way. All you need to do is you have to be hopeful. You have to put your mind into victory and hope. That is very important. And when you do that, the source of victory shall never cease in your mouth. The source of victory shall never cease in your home. The source of victory shall never cease in your life. And what is going to be your son? Winning. Winning will always be your son. It will be your son. You'll be singing about winning, winning, winning. That is where your thought is always positive and hopeful. In Romans 15 verse 13, Romans 15 verse 13 says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace 
in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. So you must have hope in faith. You must have hope in faith. Psalm 71 verse 14 says, Psalm 71 verse 14, but I will hope continually and yet praise thee more and more. What am I trying to say here? When you hope in God, things may not work in the way you are expecting. Continue to praise God. That's what David was doing. We serve the God of hope, not the God of defeat. Continue to praise him. Not the God that doubts. Our God never doubts. Like that song. My God is a miracle God. My God is a miracle God. He will never change. He will never fail. He will do what he says he will do. He will do what he promised to do. He will make everything possible for you. He will do what he has promised you to do. Many of us, God has given us hope this year. God has talked to us. God has ministered to us. It appears those, uh, the promise of God is not coming. Even within this time of promise, so many things will happen that we begin to look at it. God, but I think I heard your voice. I think I received your revelation. Why is everything happening around me? Satan is very cunning. He wants your thought to be negative. Don't fall for that trap. Keep pressing God. Keep having hope. And beyond. We, we, God will never disappoint you. You need to have hope. And God assurance is there that he is going to listen to you. Psalm 98 verse 1. He said, Paul sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy hands have gained him the victory. When you sing to the Lord a new song, whatever song you know, you sing it with a high tone, it becomes new. You cool down to sing it, become new. You sing it flat, it becomes new. Things of joy will never depart from you. Our plan for this year might be different from what we are experiencing. COVID-19 might have changed your business plan. It might have changed all the plans you planned for, for the beginning of the year regarding the hope that, oh, Lord, this are the list I made before you at January. But the year is running out now. We are talking of victory night, victory night. I've not received my own victory. Brethren, don't accept defeat. Don't accept defeat. Don't focus on the problem. I want you to surround yourself with hope. It is when you surround yourself with hope that you will walk in victory. Remember David, never allow himself to focus on whatever problem is, is finding himself. David had difficulties in life. He wept, he mourned, but what did he do? He learned how to live in praise. 
He learned how to live in praise. In Psalm 42, verse 5, David said, Psalm 42, verse 5, Why am I discouraged? That is a question. Why am I discouraged? Why so sad? Then listen to what he said. He said, I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. That is what God's, and that's what David simply said. He's asking himself the question. I want you to ask yourself this same question. Why am I discouraged? Am I surrendering to defeat? Am I ready to walk in defeat? Why so sad? Brethren, put your hope in God. When you do that, continue to praise him, you will walk in victory. So, learning to live in praise is very essential to victorious living. When you learn how to live in praises, you praise God every time, praise God, praise God. That is very important for you to be victorious in life. So, praise build our courage. When you praise him, devil, we feel ashamed. When you praise him, we have an example in the scripture. Joseph praised God when he was under attack. When you read 2 Chronicles 20, that story is there. Paul and Silas, when we are learning the book of Acts, we learn about them. Even in prison, they were praising God. When you look at David, so many songs, so many songs that David has written, for Psalm 18 also stand out. David's sound of victory in that Psalm 18. He know that that kind of praise we build is faith. So praising God build our faith. Praise put our faith into action. When you praise God, it puts your faith into action. When you praise God, the building of our faith pleases God. In fact, God will, will be moved when we praise him. He will be moved. If we excite him when we trust God. When we trust God, if we as, uh, excite God. In Hebrew, Hebrew 11 verse 6. Hebrew 11 verse 6. But without faith, it is possible to please him. You need to have faith. If you don't have the faith, it is impossible to please him. For he has come. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is rewarder of them that deliberately seek him. So, praising God in the midst of our trial is like saying that, God, you are my source of strength. Even though the storm is rising, I trust you. Praise God, bring power of heaven to support you. Even your distress, when you praise him, the power of God, the host of heaven, will descend down and support you. 
Like I said, in that Psalm 18, verses to 8, verses to 8, in my distress, I call upon love, and I cry out to God. He heard my voice from his temple, and my cry came before him, even to his ear. You see? Not just came before him, right to God's ear. He heard David from his sanctuary. Verse 8. Then the earth quaked and trembled. The foundation of the heaven shook God shook. What does that mean? Because God, because of praise, God Himself arise. And the foundation of the world it shook. And the earth, there's earthquake, everything's tremor. Because your praises has moved God. And when that happened, that victory will be coming left and right, front and back, up and down. You will be enveloped with victory. So brethren, for you to walk in victory, you must believe his word. The next point is, to walk in victory, you must get your eyes off the problem. You need to get your eyes off the problem. We remember the story of Peter, when the storm was going on, Jesus Christ was walking on the storm. Peter got out of the boat. He focused on Christ. He focused on Jesus Christ. And he was walking on the water. He did not look back and think of what is happening. He walked on the, on the water. We know the story. Brethren, don't allow your attention to be shifted to that problem. Because, like the story of Peter I've just mentioned, when, the attention, when Peter's attention was shifted to the, to the storm, he began to sink. And I pray that you will never sleep in Jesus' name. That God Almighty that you serve, that God Almighty that you believe, will lift you up. Brethren, don't focus on the problem you are going through now. Praise God. Glorify him. Because he's going to answer you. Don't be like that layman at the pool of Bethsaida. Don't be like him at all. Because Jesus Christ walked directly to this man. The king of kings asked him a simple question. He asked him, do you want to be healed? Can you imagine? Rather than the man to focus on this, uh, to focus on the question that was given to him, the man only focused on the circumstances. He focused on the state of his affairs. He focused on his problem. Simple question they asked him. He changed himself to probably complain. Jesus never asked him to complain. Simple question was asked. So what are you going through? What are you going through? Don't be a, a, a public complaint. Let's us focus on Jesus Christ. Like the layman, 
He started telling story. I have no man to help me. Who asked him? That is not the question. The question now to you, brethren, is that do you want God to set you free? Do you want to walk in victory? If you want to walk in victory, don't focus on the problem. If you want to walk on victory, don't focus on the circumstances that you are now. Don't look at that your business that is going down. Don't look at that child that set, that it appears that Satan is using that child to punish you. Pray unto God. Put everything before God. Get your eyes on the situation and get your eyes on the King of Kings. He is the one that can make it happen. He is the one that can make you to walk in victory. Brethren, it is easier said than done. I know it is not easy. You have not faced trouble. You are calling yourself a strong man. It's not that way easy. I know. But if you say sometimes the attack, attack may be so hard that it appears to overwhelm us. And it is, it is sometimes difficult. At times you see people are praying, they will be reminding them, after all, you have been prayed from March to this time. You have not received. Don't focus on that problem. Focus on God. Praise Him, glorify Him. Don't allow that problem to overwhelm you. Because you are serving a living God. I know that attack are hard and they hurt. The situation is very hard and, and, and uh, they hurt your feelings. They bring pain and suffering to you. They bring pain and suffering into your life. But Jesus is our champion. He's our refuge, a strong tower, a shelter in the storm. He is the God of hope. Focus on the promise, not on the problem. For you to walk in victory, focus on the promise, the pledges that God has promised you. Focus on those things that Jesus Christ has shown unto you. Focus on those messages. You might be thinking, I find even received messages. I want you to think back and look at all the messages you have had from this uh, bread of life fellowship from the leaders from home sir god might have spoken to you god might be talking to you right now you are going to definitely walk in victory so for you to walk in victory don't focus on the problem focus on the king of kings the next point is to walk in victory you must never accept defeat you must never accept defeat. In those days, when we were in secondary school, whenever we go for sport, and uh, I remember one particular football we went for to play football. My school was young then, and uh, we are just the top set of the school. And we have this school that have been there since 1950s. We went to play football. Immediately we, we arrived. While we play with our barefooted without any shoe, 
This team came with uh, soccer boots and they look giant and uh, in a flashy and uh, flashy uh, dressing, uh, jersey. But I remember a game master called us and said, look, don't be intimidated with this team. I want you to be doing something now. Just be running, be shouting, be making some gesture. We were doing this. Believe me, the other team, they were just looking at us. What is wrong with these young ones? And that was what gave us the victory. God supported us and we won that game. Being a no school. So don't accept defeat. Don't, they say cowards die before they are dead. Don't accept that. Too many Christians come under attack and they give up. You see them saying, maybe that is the will of God. The will of God is not for you to be defeated. The will of God is not for you to be defeated. You see some people when they ask them join, uh, come and join ministry. They want to sit at the back. They want to quietly come to church and leave. They just want to sit down, not move, so that they will not be noticed. They are thinking, okay, if I if I'm being noticed now, maybe devil also will notice me. Because when you are doing the work of God, many people will notice you. There are some spirits that they want to bring you down. Some people, because of this, they are staying back. Brethren, don't accept defeat. Like that sister said, when the, the scripture that uh, God gave her, he will never leave you, he will never forsake you. So, don't sit at the back. Don't say that you don't, because you don't want people to notice you, what you're supposed to do, you are not doing that. You are simply accepting defeat. And when you are defeated, whenever you are defeated, the forward progress will definitely be stopped. When your prayer life stops, you are already living in defeat. When your prayer life stops, you are living in defeat. When your worship life stops, okay, you don't want to every time online, online, online. You finish intercessory, uh, the uh, what they call it is coming. That is VG night is coming. Victory night is coming. Among this. Prayer meeting, different kind of ministry of uh, different prayer meeting for different ministry. Because of this, you don't want to commit yourself. When your worship life stops, you are already living in defeat. You are already accepting defeat. Because devil is the one that is saying, don't do that or reduce that. When your commitment to church program stops or reduces, you are living in defeat. Brethren, don't live in defeat. Do something. Take a step. Take a step. There's a beautiful story in 2 uh, King, I think, chapter 7, when the Samaria was under siege. You know those slain 
lame one, there is no food for them. Even most of the animals, they have killed them and eaten everything. Many were starved to death. The lepers, yeah, the lepers now. They were just at the gate because the lepers don't live in, in the city. They also are feeling the, 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 the problem. They are feeling the problem that Samaria was, was, uh, was feeling. They, they took a bold step. They never accept defeat because of their situation. He said, okay, whether we stay here or we go there, we are going to die. But if they, if they stay there, they are going to die. But if they go to Syrians, maybe they will spare their life. Or maybe they will, they will kill them and they will die. So they, they, they took a step. They decided to do something. Brethren, what is the situation you are passing through? What is the situation you are? Do something. Take a step. Link the situation you are that you want to work in victory. Don't focus on the problem. Believe the word, the true word. So we all know the story I was just narrating. We all know what happened. God rewarded them. God rewarded those lepers when they took that step. Suddenly they discovered that the enemy is gone. The enemies, they are gone. They found food. They found treasures. Why? Because they decided to do something. For you to walk in victory, take a step. Do something. Back to the story of Peter. He did something. He got out of the boat and walked on the water. He didn't hear the noise of the storm behind him. Peter did something. So your situation now, brethren, I want you to do something. I want you to take a bold step that I'm not going to accept defeat. You can live in victory. You don't have to remain in defeat. All you need to do is to set your mind to think of victory. You have to set your mind to think of victory always. Somebody said that even if it is concrete wall, go through it. If there's a barrier, you find a way around it. That barrier must be brought down. So brethren, don't focus on problem, focus on the promise. Do something, get up, get moving. These are the steps to victory. These are the steps for you to walk in victory. As you begin to make that step, you will find that God provides victory in every situation. Whatever situation of life you are, God will provide victory for you. Brethren, you need to walk in victory. You need to walk in victory. 1 John 5.4 First John 5, 4. Again, that is our first, the first uh, scripture that I read. Because we are going to pray right now. It is time for us to pray. 
We need to walk in victory. First John 5, 4. Whatever is born of God overcome the world. I am of God. I'm telling you now, you need to tell yourself, I, I am of God and overcome the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even with my faith. You need to walk in victory. You are of God. So I want you to begin to thank God. Lord, I thank you. I thank you because you will allow me to be triumphant. Because you will give me that victory. Father, I appreciate you. I want you to begin to thank God. See, when you, when you appreciate God, you will receive more. When you thank him more, he will be moved. And you will receive more. Begin to appreciate him. Think, think back. Right from the day you are born to this world. Think back right from the day you are able to know that you are in this world. See so many dangers that God has taken you through that you survive. Lord, I thank you because you are my savior. Jesus, I thank you because you are my baptizer in Holy Spirit. Begin to appreciate God. He's your healer. He's your deliverer. He's your provider. Appreciate, appreciate him for all the needs that he has provided for you. Appreciate him because you are no longer in that bondage. Appreciate him because you are no longer into that slavery. Appreciate him. Thank him. When you thank him, you are going to walk in victory in the mighty name of Jesus. According to John 8.36, thank you, Jesus, that I'm no longer a victim but a victor. Appreciate God. God, I thank you. I'm no longer a victim but a victor. I'm free. And whom the son of the, the son set free is free indeed. Thank God that I'm free. You are free. You are no longer stuck. You are free. You have been set free. Thank him, appreciate him. Because he's going to set you free. Is there any generational cause? Is there anything that your grand-grandparents have done? Is there any commitment they have made that is disturbing you? You are free today because you know Jesus Christ. You are set free. You know him as son of God. You are set free. Is there any stress that you are passing through now? Is there any circumstances around you? Begin to tell God, Lord, I am free. I am mentally free, emotionally free. I am set free. I'm set free of depression. I'm set free from oppression. Whatever grief, whatever broken heartedness that you have, tell God that you are free. Every unforgiveness, every bitterness, every hate, every self-unforgiveness, God, every unforgiveness, you are set free in the mighty name of Jesus. Tell God that I don't know the kind of thing, addiction that you have. You need to mention to God, Lord, this is my problem. I am free in the mighty name of Jesus. I am free in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to walk in victory. I am set free from the death and suicide. I am set free from poverty. I am set free from lack, I am set free from, from death. I am set free from all wicked things in the mighty name of Jesus. You are more than conqueror. Jesus is the king. He's going to set you free in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We praise your name. We bless your holy name. Because you are our shield. 
because you are our refuge, because you are the Lord. Because of you, we are saved. We are going to walk in victory in the mighty name of Jesus. Even though sometimes the situation comes like a flood, but Lord, you have set your standard over my life. You have set your standard over my life. I am victorious in the mighty name of Jesus. I will continue to walk, to, to call on you every time. I know the battle is not mine, it is yours. This is the situation. You know that situation that you are? That God, this year, you want that situation to be over. I am set free. Think positively. Think positively, don't think negatively. Be optimistic that God is going to do it. Be optimistic that Jesus Christ is going to lift you up. Be optimistic that everything that concerns you can be perfected by God's grace in the mighty name of Jesus. This season of hard times, you are free in the mighty name of Jesus. You will walk in victory in the mighty name of Jesus. There's no class of enemy that will come over you, that will come to you, that Lord Almighty will make you victorious in the mighty name of Jesus. Why? Because you are more than conqueror. That God Almighty will set you free. He will live with, He will be with you. He will direct you wherever you go. God Almighty will continue to come to your aid in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God, because you are our God. Lord Jesus, we know that all our darkness are be turned into light. You have given us life more abundant. We thank you. We appreciate you. We thank you because everyone that is captive this time are set free. Every bondage are loose in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you because we declare and decree that every shame is broken. Thank you, Almighty God. We are free from the lies of the enemy. We are free from the kingdom of darkness. We are free from devil. We are free from the plot of evil in the mighty name of Jesus. You will succeed in the mighty name of Jesus. That's your job, that's your child that you thought is giving you trouble, that God Almighty will lift you up in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever the dungeon, whatever the, 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 the death, the pit, that that devil has dropped your child or your children, that God Almighty will lift him up right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Your family will walk in victory. You will walk in victory. Everything around you will walk in victory in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Brethren, continue to walk in victory. God is good all the time. God bless you. Thank you. Over to you, Pastor.